am Christy Ballard Fellaini. I am a certified life coach who found herself at 42, freshly divorced, kids off to college, and having never dated in my adult life. I was starting in the middle. If you haven't yet hit start on your middle time in life, let's do it together. Let the journey begin. You are listening to Start in the Middle, episode 80. Hey there, my friends. How are you today? I am having such an abundant day. I'm having such an abundant day. And in case I did not already tell you, abundance is my word for 2023. And that kind of brings up a little question, a curiosity. Do you choose a word for the year? Do you choose a word that you want to embrace, that you want to embody, that you want to have more of in your life each year? This is the third year that I have done this. And I would say the last two years when I chose my word, you know, I really chose it based off of the difference that I wanted to see for that next year. But I didn't really like do the practice of embodying it. Okay. And I utilized it. And in fact, like I utilized it, I think probably for every single one of my brand new passwords. So I'm not going to tell you what the word is, but I utilized it for a while and then I kind of forgot about it, but I am setting a goal for myself that this year I am going to use abundance. I am going to envision abundance. I'm going to live abundantly. Now, abundance for me doesn't mean just money. It doesn't mean just money. It means fulfillment. It means happiness. It means creating both of those things when all of the circumstances around me would say that I shouldn't, okay? But abundance and abundantly is how I want to live, not just 2023, but how I want to live my life. So you're going to hear a lot of not just the word amazing, because you know I like that word, but also the word abundance. And if you have not yet gone through the practice of choosing your word, I really encourage you to do this. Give it a try. You know, think about what it is that you would like to see more of in your life or what change, what focus would you like to have more of in your life? And just utilize that word to bring you back to it, right? Whenever you have those instances where you're not thinking about it or you're not living it out, but bring you back to it, okay? All right, so this is episode 80, okay? Now, For those of you who don't know me, maybe this is your first time listening to my podcast. I am a certified life coach. I am in the process of being trauma-informed certified, 
And I like to say that I am a midlife reinventor because that is exactly what I am doing in my own life. This, I say this year, but it was actually last year that I turned 50 and I am in the process of reinventing. And so I love to help midlife women create amazing connections in all of their relationships in order for them to live a life that they absolutely love and to live a life abundantly. So what do I have for you today? Today, I want to talk to you about your connection with money. Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever thought about you actually having a relationship with money? You see, all this time, I don't know how I got to 50, but I'm saying that about a lot of things. All this time, I never thought about the fact that I actually do have a living, breathing relationship with money. And the sucky part about that is that I have been believing horrible stories about money my entire life. I have been telling myself the same type of crappy stories all of my life. And again, I am a reinventor. I am constantly in a growth mindset. And so within me embodying and and really um, embracing that word abundance, remember for me, it's not just about money, but it is part of it. Okay. Money is part of living an abundant life. And so I'm curious as to what stories have you been telling yourself about money that would have you disconnected from it? Like, do you tell yourself stories like, well, I can never make the amount of money that I want, or we never have enough money, or I cannot have things that other people have because of my money situation. Are these the types of stories that you tell yourself? Now, I'm going to tell you up front, this episode is not going to be about my love for money or how you can get more money or anything like that. But what I do want you to get from this is to think about your own money situation and what your connection and relationship with money has been and the stories that you have been telling yourself. And actually, are those stories true? And do you still want to believe them? That is my challenge for you, to examine the different stories that you have been telling yourself and ask yourself, do you still want to believe them? Are they still in alignment with you and who you are and where you're going in your future? So 
If you are new to my podcast or we are just now establishing our relationship and our relationship is still new, um, you may not know this about me, but I first got married at the tender age of 18 and nobody taught me about money. In fact, my first interaction of actually having my own money is that I knew that I wanted to be able to do things for myself. Like say, for instance, when I was in high school, I knew that I wanted to be able to buy my own clothes. That way I could dictate what I wanted to wear. I could dictate the places that I wanted to shop, the items that I wanted to get, right? And so in my mind, I knew that I wanted those things. And so the easiest way for me to do that was to figure out how to make money. And so what I did was at 16, I went and I got a job. Okay. So I worked however many weeks it was, you know, before that little bank buildup happened where you could finally get your first paycheck. Right. So I was so excited about getting my first paycheck. And so what I did with it was I immediately cashed it and I immediately went to the mall and I went to Learner. Do you guys remember that store? Do you remember Learner? Yeah, that's where all the cool kids shopped. Okay. I spent every single penny. Well, I probably had a few pennies left, but I spent that whole paycheck. And I think it was like $160, something like that. But man, I bought me some of the cutest sweaters, some of the cutest pants. And you know what? Wow. For once, Chrissy's going to show up to school in fashion. Okay. When my dad found out, oh my gosh, I remember he was so mad at me and I couldn't figure it out. Like I couldn't figure out why are you mad about me spending my money. And the truth of it is, is that he was mad because of the stories that he has around money and what he knows to be true with his relationships and with his spouse, which is my mom and their situation with money. Okay. See, I grew up thinking and knowing about my mom based off of their relationship dynamics and, and, you know, their, um, conversations, like the things that they argued about was money. Okay. And my mom was the spender. My mom liked to have nice things. And my dad, from what I could tell, was more of the saver, was more of the let us, you know, we should hang on to it. We should, you know, keep the money in the bank, you know, in case something were to happen, right? Um, but they never taught me how to balance a checkbook. Um, at that point in my life, I didn't have any bills. I didn't. So in my own brain, I thought, I don't have any responsibilities. Why can't I spend my money? Right. But at the same time, let's, you know, kind of rewind and remember that I was driving one of their vehicles. I never paid for gas. I was in their home. I never paid for food. Right. And so now I can kind of understand 
why my dad would be upset and thinking that I was managing that money irresponsibly because of the stories that he had around money and around my mom being the spender in the family. Totally get it. Totally understand. But this is, you know, what I grew up as being my model. So when I got married at 18, you know, again, I'm trying to figure all this out, right? I know that the two of us work, the two of us are barely scraping by because we're 18 years old and we are living in our own apartment. We have our own bills. We have our own, you know, things, right? And so what I remember is that we had to be very tight with our money, Okay. But when we had some leftover, we spent it and we spent it on whatever it was that we wanted. Okay. And so as we started to get older and we started to, you know, establish ourselves and create more money for ourselves, our relationship with money never changed. Okay. So I continued to be the spender. And I know I didn't already say this, but my husband, was the saver. Okay. And I can totally get it because of the way that he grew up. The household that he grew up in, both of his parents worked very hard. They were um, wallpaperers. They, you know, went in, they were entrepreneurs in that their business was wallpapering. And so they, you know, had specific relationships with different builders. So, In thinking about that, they didn't have a regular income all the time. And so I'm sure that because of his his stories that he was modeled as he was growing up, I'm sure that that is where his view of we should save everything that we have came from as we are getting older right? Because an emergency could happen. And what if we have a flat tire and those types of things? Um, But during our marriage, there were, you know, some luxuries that we enjoyed. You know, we um, always enjoyed, you know, going on a vacation every year with the kids and let allowing the kids and showing the kids different types of experiences, you know, but the, um, the, mindset around that is to save up for it before you do it, right? Save up for it before you do it. So that was just my story around money. And that story is just now changing. That story is just now changing at 50 years old. You see, because that story and the story other stories that I have been telling myself about having money, it was not helping me to live an abundant life. In fact, when I got divorced and our income separated, it sent me into fear. It sent me into fear because my mindset was that I make a specific amount of money being a teacher And how can I now live that same lifestyle that I was in the past 
based off of my teacher salary. And so I did what I knew, what I learned from my first marriage in that I let fear lead my relationship with money. I was afraid all the time that I wasn't going to have enough money and I wasn't going to be able to keep it. And I lived a lot of my life that way. And so I was living very small. I was living very small. I was living, um, I was living in a mindset where I knew that I had to keep that job in order to have a steady paycheck. Right. And then the silly thing that I kept telling myself that even though I have a bachelor's degree and even though I have a master's degree, that that was my cap. That was my ceiling. I wasn't going to make any more than I was already making. Okay. But what I never knew was that the way that your bank account looks right now is a direct reflection of your behaviors. Okay. And like I said, this is something that I am working on for myself. I'm working on changing my connection and my relationship with money. And that is something that my coach is helping me do. And so the first thing that I have done is I've read the book, The Psychology of Money. Okay. And a lot of it is blah, 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 blah in my own brain right? A lot of it I don't understand. But because I have the support of my coach, him and I can talk about it. And we had a conversation yesterday and he said, Christy, it's all about behavior. It's all about what you do with your money. And man, it makes so much sense. Because as I'm looking back over at my behavior over the last couple of years, I mean, I had some amazing expeditions, right? I had some amazing adventures, but I had those adventures because I was no longer afraid of money and because I was no longer afraid that It wasn't going to come back to me. I was no longer afraid that I had to hold on tight to it and squeeze the life out of it in order for me to live the life that I want. Okay. Because what's the purpose for money? The purpose for money is so that we can have experiences so that we can create experiences, so that we can utilize it to create more of what we want in our lives, okay? In fact, I was just joking with my coach yesterday and I, when we were having this whole conversation and I told him, I was like, you're never going to believe what I bought. I bought a robot vacuum. Y'all, Never in my life would I have bought a robot vacuum. But you know what? The biggest reason that I did it was because it was giving me back my time. Okay? So if you put a value on that, like if you put a value on your time, how would you value time? Let's say, for instance, I say my time is worth $10,000. Well, do you know how much I paid for that robot vacuum? $325. So of course, 
having more value on my time is totally going to outweigh the price on that vacuum. And my time, just like yours, is so precious. There are so many things that I love to do during my day. There's so many ways that I am working on building my business and I am having so much fun at it. I don't want to stop doing what I'm doing to vacuum. So if I can pay a small amount of money to have more time to do what I love to do, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. So just two things that I want you to think about. So now we've added to our equation. So your money situation is based off of your behaviors and the things that you value, whether that be experiences or whether that be material items. Your money situation is going to be based off of your behaviors and the things that you value. And in this instance, I'm valuing my time. In the instance before, I was valuing experiences. Number one. And the second thing that I really want you to visualize is this relationship with money, this connection with money. Say, for instance, if you were able to have a dance with money, what do you want that dance to look like? Do you want to, do you want your behavior to be that you step one foot out of line and then money trips over you? Or do you want to work with money and work with abundance in such a manner that you are in such connection with each other that you're both moving and flowing to the same rhythm. I hope that makes sense for you because this is exactly how I am changing my connection with money. Hey, if you want some more information on connections, I am certainly your gal. My major focus with Midlife Women is to help you create true and lasting connections with your spouse, with your adult children, and with your friends. This is just one more way of how I am personally changing my connection with money. And so I really wanted to share this with you because it was placed on my heart that this was an exceptional topic to share with you. So if you have more questions about creating connections, I would love to connect with you. And I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast. And if you are not on my email list, but you want to get some amazing transforming tools directly into your inbox, head on over to my website, christyballardfellaini.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-I-B-A-L-L-A-R-D-F as in Frank. A-L-A-N-Y dot com. At the top of the page, you're going to see an invitation to receive a free gift. And with that free gift, you automatically get entered into my email system. And every Tuesday, I send out a tip 
to help you stay motivated in whatever endeavor you are facing. And often I share with you things that are happening in my world and how I am choosing to handle them so that I can continue to reinvent myself at midlife. So hop on over and go ahead and sign up. Also, if you would like to experience the power of coaching, it would be my honor to meet with you and to listen to your story. I will share with you the tools that I have learned within my coaching practice that I share with all of my clients. When you apply these tools, I promise you, your life is going to change. In fact, I recently received a Voxer message from one of my clients, and I was so elated that she had said, thank you. Thank you for your help in keeping me motivated to move towards my dreams rather than throwing in the towel. If this is the type of support that you are looking for in your own life, let me share with you these tools. These are the same tools that I have shared with her to help her level up her commitment to her dreams. Also, if you'd like to book that free relationship review call, again, visit me at my website, christyballardfellaini.com. I look forward to hearing from you. You guys have an amazing week. Who is your life coach? I would love the opportunity to work with you as you are rediscovering the woman you were meant to be. Visit christyballardfellaini.com for more information on how we can work together to ignite that passionate, enthusiastic woman who may have been tucked away for some time. Let's start in the middle together.